Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bucko Booth. My name is Benson Fector, and I'll be the host of your show this morning. I hope you all had a great week and an even better Thanksgiving as we are in the midst of this uh, nice little long weekend and a Thanksgiving break. So we don't have any uh, player awards this week since the Saguaro season is over. The Arizona Fall League is done. Uh, Pirate season, obviously, is done. We have more time to uh, get some mailbag questions in. And uh, I love answering them. So let's go. Let's, let's get some mailbag in. Uh, and I was also hoping that Jared was going to be here on the show this morning, uh, making his debut, but he could not be with us this morning. So well, let's, let's hit that mailbag up and see what we got. All right, so from Pirates Nation, are there better free agents in the outfield or second base, and does this affect where Frazier plays in 2019? Okay, Pirates Nation, so – there are obviously better free agents in the outfield, such as Bryce Harper, but the Pirates are not going to be in the mix with Bryce Harper. The outfield targets that I want the Pirates to go after is John Jay or Adam Jones, one of the two. Now, at second base, um, obviously the Pirates do sign a free agent. It shows that they do not have a strong confidence in Adam Frazier. But here's the reason why I don't think they will sign a second baseman. They declined the player option on Josh Harrison. If they would have accepted the player option or even looked like they were interested in bringing back Josh Harrison, then that would show to me that they don't have much confidence in Adam Frazier. But I believe that they have confidence in Adam Frazier, and then if he doesn't work, they have confidence in Kevin Kramer behind him. So I think the more likely of the two is signing an outfielder rather than a second baseman. And, of course, if a second baseman does get signed, it most definitely will affect Frazier's role in 2019. Uh, this is from B... BL Down Condro 39. All right, Pirates starting pitcher situation. Okay, so the rotation for 2019 is going to look like this. Top it, it's easy. You put Jameson Tyone. I say number two, Trevor Williams. Three, Chris Archer. Four, Joe Musgrove. Five, Yvonne Nova. And then some of the depth options we're looking at, like Nick Kingham, Clay Holmes, uh, still right there. Uh, JT Brubaker now, Mitch Keller, even Brandon Waddell if necessary. So those are the depth options. But the top five definitely tie in Williams, Archer, Musgrove, and Nova. And hopefully we can keep all five of them healthy for the 2019 season. Uh, this is from Everything D-backs. Who is your leadoff hitter, Marte or Frazier? All right, um, I, I definitely say Frazier. When Frazier is on, he's definitely the best leadoff hitter this team has without a Without a question, um, you know, Mar- Marte can be a decent to good leadoff hitter, but Frazier, wh- when he's going, he can be an easier 300 batter. He can get you on base. Slide Marte in that two-hole, maybe put Polanco three, Bell four. Uh, it, I just like Frazier a heck of a lot better in the leadoff spot than I like Marte. Are this question from Phillies Universe. Who is your ideal free agent sign-in? Ooh. So I, I talked a lot, you know, I talked a lot about John Jay, Jose Iglesias, talked about bringing back Jordy Mercer maybe. But my ideal free agent signing is actually Adam Jones. We'll talk about him more in a second here. But, you know, I think he fits perfectly right into that right field spot until Polanco is back. He's a four- or five-time MLB All-Star, and he's not like a piece of junk until Polanco goes back. I mean, Polanco could be out until mid-June. And Adam Jones would be perfect because we all know Blanco had a fantastic season in 2018. 
if he if he struggles like he has struggled in the past, you can slide Adam Jones in there. He used to be a starter. If either Dickerson or Marte get hurt when Paul Auckland comes back, you have Adam Jones. You need that you need that fourth outfielder right there, and I think Adam Jones is the my ideal free agent signing. Uh, this is from Jay Fiegel seven. What will the rotation look like, and what do you expect from him? Well, we already look what it's we already talked about. What uh, it's going to look like, Pye and Williams, Archer, Musgrove, and Nova. But what do I expect from it? I expect it to be the best in the majors. I mean, how can it not? Jamison Tyone is already an ace in with Trevor Williams, two guys in the top 10 of the National League ERA, and they're only going to get better. You Archer with a full season with Ray Searge. You saw a September ERA when he went out from the stretch and did not shake off Francisco Cervelli and started listening to Ray Searge. Please, sub three ERA, two something ERA. You put that over a full season, Joe Musgrove and what he's capable of. I mean, he was hurt down the stretch in September, but we all saw from like May to August what he's capable of. Yvonne Nova finishing strong, and we know when Yvonne Nova's going, like the 2017 April pitcher of the month. We know that he is capable of being that type of pitcher. So I, without a doubt, expect him to be in the best rotation of baseball, and it's going to challenge anybody. Last year in 2018, the Pirates had a postseason World Series cow or pitching staff. Their offense just screwed it up. All right, that's going to do it for our mailbag this week. Thank you all for submitting questions. Uh, to submit questions, go on to the Baseball Podcast Net Instagram story or the Bucks Dugout Instagram story for more. All right, let's talk about some free agents, right? Since that's, uh, that's a lot of the questions surrounding the mailbag this week. So a former five-time MLB All-Star could help the Pirates solve their outfield needs via free agency this offseason. Free agency is underway in Major League Baseball. While in typical fashion, the market has been slow thus far, that will change soon. A little over two weeks into MLB winter meetings, free agency will pick up, and this includes the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates have already been active in free agency, signing Jung-Ho Gone to a New Year one-year contract earlier in the month. However, the team now needs to address other positions of need in free agency. This includes finding an outfielder that can play in place of Gregory Polanco until he returns from injury before transitioning to a fourth outfielder slash extra starter role. A potential fit for the Pirates in this role could be veteran Adam Jones. The 33-year-old Jones is a five-time All-Star, four-time Silver Slugger award winner, and a former Gold Glover. However, after a down 2018 season, Jones is looking to bounce back. The Pirates can present Jones with an opportunity to sign a one-year contract to bounce back and improve his value. Jones slashed for a 281 average, a 313 OBP, and a 419 slugging in 2018 with a 315 WOBA, 138 ISO, and a 98 WRC plus in 2018. This came after entering 2018 with a lifetime slash of 278 average, 318 OBP, and a 460 slugging, a 338 WOBA, 183 ISO, and a 108 WRC+. The longtime Orioles now looking for a new home. After play center field for most of his career, Jones played some right field in 2018. This makes Jones even more of a fit for the Pirates, as their need until Polanco returns is in right field. Despite his offense dipping some in 2018, there is still reason to buy some stock in Jones. His 31.4% hard contact rate was his highest since 2014, as was his 88-mile-per-hour exit velocity. So, poor contact was not an issue for Jones in 2018. 
Additionally, his 15.2% strikeout rate was the lowest of his career. While Jones may be pricier than some of the other potential free agent outfitters we have looked at, he would be the best fit of them all. Along with his on-field ability, Jones would bring valuable veteran leadership and postseason experience. This would make Jones one of the team's clubhouse leaders, too. You know, a sign of Adam Jones from Neil Huntington would show, hey, we're competing in 2019. We want to win a World Series. We realize, hey, Gregory Plonk is going to be out until maybe mid-June. We need to bring in a veteran presence, a former five-time MLB All-Star, silver slugger, gold glover, veteran leadership with postseason experience into the mix, slot him in right there in right field until Polanco comes back, transition into a fourth outfielder. If one of them goes down to struggle, plug him right back in there. He'd be so valuable. He'd be like the uh, the David Freeze role that David Freeze has played in past years, but Adam Jones could potentially play that role in 2019. Yes, it's going to cost a little bit more than John Jay, but it's a it's worth the cost, right? I mean, we have money to spend. Go out and give him a one-year deal. It's not going to hinder us for a long term. We're not looking to sign into a multi-year deal. Jones struggled in 2018, allowed to bounce back in Pittsburgh, then go out somewhere inside a multi-year deal going into his age 35 season. That's possible for Jones, which could very well be so. It would probably be the best, best course for him going forward. And I would absolutely love to see the former Oriole in black and gold come up. It would be February 23rd, hopefully. Or we can get him in the sprint training signing. Either way, I want Adam Jones. I want a bad Neil Huntington. Go out with your crew. Get me some Adam Jones. Uh, and I'll love you forever. I do anyway. But we need Adam Jones. All right, let's talk a little about some uh, roster coaching staff. So the Pittsburgh Pirates let go of their hitting coach and assistant hitting coach at the end of the season. They now have replacements. At the end of last season, the main point of frustration for fans of the Pittsburgh Pirates was the team's inconsistent offense. It seems that the Pittsburgh Pirates' organization was frustrated as well because the team let go of both Jeff Branson and Jeff Livesey, the team's hitting coach and assistant hitting coach. The team quickly hired a new hitting coach when they brought in Rick Eckstein from the Minnesota Twins organization. Now it's being reported that the team has found their new assistant hitting coach. According to the Chicago Tribune, the Pittsburgh Pirates have hired Jacob Cruz, a source confirmed the departure of Cruz, 45, who joined the Cubs in 2017 as the hitting coach at AA Tennessee before he was elevated to coordinator duties in 2018. Cruz joins new hitting coach Rick Eckstein as the Pirates revamp their hitting department. Cruz, of course, represents a coach for the Pittsburgh Pirates, must be somewhat familiar due to belonging in the same division as the Cubs. He was the Cubs minor league hitting coordinator the same position that Rick Eckstein served in with the Twins. In recent years, the Chicago Cubs have produced a lot of young, talented hitters, and Cruz gets plenty of credit for doing so. However, according to the Chicago Tribune, there is one player who he, gets, who he specifically gets credit for when he spent years in Arizona. Cruz spent six seasons as a hitting coach in the Diamondbacks organization, where he helped retool the swing of Mariners all-star outfielder Mitch Hanniger. So maybe Cruz can die helped diagnose Josh Bell's struggles last season and turn him into the power hitter fans had hoped, along with other young players on the team. And it's hard to say if the team has made a great hire as of now. No one will really be able to judge the hitting staff until the games start to get played. However, both seem like very intriguing hires who have had a lot of success working with younger hitters. Some say that the team 
has plenty of. And I, I personally love the the signing of Jacob Cruz to go along with the Rick time. Uh, I was waiting to see who the assistant hitting coach was going to be, and I'm happy with the signing of Jacob Cruz. I certainly am. And the Pittsburgh Pirates, as we know, they had another power outage last season. It just wasn't there. We we didn't have the power stroke. And if we go around and we see Cervelli, yes, he did have a career year. Hopefully he can build upon that. Josh Bell, huge disappointment. 26 home runs as a rookie. And uh, sorry that I don't have this number right on the top of my head. But I for sure know it was not 26 last year. I mean, it, it was a major, major uh, difference in the way he produced uh, in 2018 versus 2019. And hopefully Jacob Cruz will be able to solve the problem. Because that's what the Pittsburgh Pirates need moving forward. They need that problem solved. And Josh Bell is the biggest example of who needs help being solved. Uh, Jacob Cruz helped out Mitch Hanniger, and we see what Mitch Hanniger is now doing. If uh, if Jacob Cruz had helped Josh Bell get back to his 2017 form, that's what we need. That's what we need out of our cleanup hitter, out of our power hitting first baseman. We have the diamond to second base, Adam Frazier. Uh, I mean, he has sneaky pop. I, I think Jacob Cruz is only going to help him de- develop that sneaky pop. We have the shortstop position, Kevin Newman. I mean, the dude didn't hit a home run in 2018, but he wasn't really expected to – he's not expected to be a power hitter. I compare him to a Matt Duffy-type player. Uh, Kevin Newman could be a Matt Duffy and maybe 10 home runs a year max. I'd be happy with that. Hopefully, Jacob Cruz will be able to help that. Another guy that is big-time needs help, Colin Moran. He was supposed to be a 20-plus home run hitter when he, we acquired him from the Houston Astros in the Garrett Cole trade. Did not happen. Trying to pull up our home run statistics right now. But I know Carl Moran, with his swing change, we were all expecting, hey, maybe 20, 30 home runs from this guy. It did not happen in 2018. But with Jacob Cruz coming along, there is potential for that to change in 2019. And that's what the hope is. The hope is is to build on of what Josh built in his rookie season into his third season. To build off Carl Moran's solid overall rookie season and improve his power numbers. And if we look at the power numbers, from some of the guys, you know, obviously the leader was Polanco with 23, Marte got to 20, which was awesome. But Dickerson hitting 13 is not going to cut it. Josh Bell hitting 12 isn't going to cut it. Moran hitting 11 isn't going to cut it. The three needs for improvement are clearly keeping Polanco healthy for a season, Marte staying consistent and healthy, Dickerson improving at least double on that 13 number, doubling that 12 number, and Moran doubling that 11 number. The three big keys for 2019 are Diggerson, Bell, and Moran. And I believe that Jacob Cruz and Rick Eckstein and company are going to help Diggerson, Bell, and Moran hone their power because Diggerson and Bell have shown that they have major league pop. Moran definitely showed minor league pop, but Bell and Dickerson have shown they are 25 home run plus hitters in the major leagues, and they can do that. They can drive in 100. I mean, Bell driving in 96 or whatever, but they can get there while being a 300 hitter. It's, it's very possible. We just, I mean, Jeff Branson and Jeff Lucy could just never get us over that hump. And I believe that the new hitting coaches, Eckstein and Cruz, can. And it's really hard to judge coaching staff and coaching hires. 
prior to the season beginning because no games have been played. And even once spring training gets started, oh, it's spring training, right? If if they do super well, you know, the critics will, oh, it's only spring training. And if they do poorly, fire them, right? So it's, it's, it's a tough, slippery slope to judge, but they're intriguing hires. I personally like them. I I don't really think they could have made any better hires overall. Um, and, yeah, it'll be nice seeing Eckstein and Cruz rather than uh, Branson, Lizzie, and the Jeffs. Uh, they just really didn't excite me. I mean, now we have the pitching, and hopefully the hitting is going to get going. Uh, with Cruz, and you, you know, he really helped develop all those Chicago Cubs hitters, their young, talented hitters, Chris Bryant, Addison Russell, Javi Baez, you know, even guys like Jorge Soler who have moved on. He, in half, Albert Almore Jr., he developed those. Contreras, if that doesn't excite you, then I don't know what does. And he's going to be assistant hitting coach. We saw what Rick Eckstein did. I mean, he was the hitting coach for Bryce Harper, helped him along. And the Twins organization, you know, helping guys like Miguel Sano in their power stroke. You know, Max Kepler right now. Byron Buxton. Brian Dozier even a little bit. I mean, it, it's it's exciting. It's quite exciting to see th- this new hitting staff and the guys that they've coached along, the guys and their successes that they've had. And I'm going to continue to say that Jacob Cruz to Mitch Hanniger, hopefully he's the same way to Josh Bell because we're going to need Josh Bell in 2019 if we're going to make a World Series bid. It's just the facts. Jacob Cruz, the answer, we'll find out February 23rd, starting February 23rd. I mean, I have to see, how many home runs did Josh Bell in spring training? Was there any red flags? So check that. Uh, there's not much news otherwise on this rainy Saturday morning here in Pittsburgh. Our Josh Bell in spring training, he had four home runs and 12 RBIs, bad 294. I would have certainly thought, thought four home runs and 57 at-bats, 51 at-bats would have translated to more than 12 in uh, over 500 at-bats. Disappointing. I mean, spring training was pretty good for him, actually. Four home runs, 12 ribbies, 294, and 50 at-bats. That's actually really good. Really good. Let me see. Yeah, that's home run every 12 and a half at-bats. And in the regular season, I assure you, it's not every 12 and a half at-bats that's him home run. If I can pull up those numbers real quick, I'll see his uh, at-bats per home run because it, it was obviously not what the Pittsburgh Pirates expected, not what any of the fans expected. Really what frustrated a lot of people that Josh Bell was home run every 41.7 at-bats compared to his 12.5 in spring training. And, you know, Dickerson was homering every 38 at-bats. Moran every 37. And the positives are you got, you got guys like Pablo Reyes homering every 19 at-bats. And you can't even get a massive dude like Josh Bell homering every 25. Like, that's what frustrates a lot of people. And hopefully Jacob Cruz is going to come in and solve that. Uh, Josh Bell needs to be at the every 20 at-bat number. If Pablo Reyes can be there, Josh Bell can be there. If Pablo Reyes can be there, guys like uh, Miranda Dickerson sure as hell need to be there. Um, hopefully, hoping uh, that Jacob Cruz and Rick Eckstein can figure out what happened, diagnose the problem, solve the problem, and give it a cure as Pirates look to win the World Series in 2019. All right, so as we know, it was Thanksgiving on Thursday, and I just want to say, believe it or not, 
even fans of the Pittsburgh Pirates have plenty to be thankful for. Happy late Thanksgiving, everyone. It was a day that people across America spent time with their friends and family to reflect upon what they are thankful for. Here at Bucks Dugout, we are thankful for our devoted listeners. Without those of you who listen to the podcast, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and interact with us on our social media, our podcast would suck. Instead, we get to talk about baseball, our favorite baseball team, and people actually care enough about what we say to listen to our nonsense. So thank you, Pittsburgh Pirates fans. When it comes to the Pittsburgh Pirates as a team, there is plenty to be thankful for as well. I know that may seem crazy, but it's true. Now, I get it. Being a Pirate fan is hard, right? It's really hard. And, you know, the 20 consecutive losing seasons beat a lot of people down and still muddies to view the franchise. They are on a good track right now. For that, be thankful. After racking up 20 consecutive losing seasons, the team has had a winning record in four of the past six seasons. This includes making the postseason three times. And now they're set to compete for a postseason spot in 2019. That is, that's something. After going 82-79 and 79 last season, the Bucks returned one of the best bullpens in the National League, anchored by arguably the best back-end duo in the league in Keone Kella and Felipe Vasquez. They also returned what should be a strong starting rotation featuring budding ace, Jameson Tayo, near-perennial all-star Chris Archer, and a pair of pitchers coming off the best seasons of their career and Trevor Williams and Joe Musgrove. One of the top prospects in all baseball, Mitch Keller, is knocking on the door of the majors as well. For the strong pitching staff, Neil Huntington has assembled. Be thankful. Well, the Pirate lineup is not to be thankful. Jung Hagan is a slugger at third base and back in the black and gold. Starling Marte is one of the best two-way players in the NL, and Gregory Polanco appears to have finally put it all together as a hitter. Corey Dickerson won a gold glove. Francisco Cervelli might be the most underrated catcher in the NL as a cool freaking dude. Josh Bell has all the untapped potential in the world. While the lineup is not great, when combined the Pirate pitching staff, it is good enough to make the postseason. GM Neil Huntington is likely not done adding to the 2019 lineup either. For that, be thankful. Finally, there is the gem that is PNC Park. The Pittsburgh Pirates play the absolute best ballpark in America. Few things in the world can rival PNC Park on a warm summer night, especially when the Pirates are competing for the postseason as should be in 2019. The view of Pittsburgh from PNC Park is second to none. Be thankful, Pirates fans, for the most beautiful ballpark in America. It truly is a prized jewel. Be thankful in general, Pirates fans. And, you know, that's what kind of upsets me about Pirates fans. We're not that thankful. Coming off of 20 consecutive losing seasons from 1992 to 2012, you'd think that, you know, having win seasons four of the last six, making the playoffs three of the last six, would be a little bit more appreciative. Uh, the pitching staff, Neil Huntington, has assembled of the fact that he's not done adding to the lineup yet. And especially that pitching staff, that back-end bullpen with the best duo in the league and Kella and Vasquez, one of the best rotations in the league. Be thankful for that. Be thankful that we're winning, that we play in a beautiful ballpark and you can go out on a warm Pittsburgh summer night and watch the Pittsburgh Pirates compete for a playoff spot in 2019. Be thankful that that's a realistic sentence. 
10 years ago, you would have said Philly 2008. Pirates competed for a playoff spot. Hell no. But that's, that's the position we're in right now heading into the 2019 season. And that, Pirates fans, you can certainly, certainly be thankful for, especially if you remember the losing seasons that we endured all 20 of those long, long years. Like that pause for effect there. Yeah, so there's no reason to be down in the dumps. It's tough being a Pirates fan, but it's tough being a baseball fan for most teams, right? You know, the the 20 losing seasons muddy the waters, but overall, I mean, the past six seasons have been fantastic to be a Pirates fan. Really, the whole Clint Hurdle era has. Be thankful for Clint Hurdle. He has turned this franchise around, and so is Neil Huntington. Be thankful for them. And, you know, I didn't really wish you guys this enough, but I, just a happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Like, I'm honestly so thankful for everyone that listens to me every Saturday. It, it may not be the best podcast in the world, but hey, we're here doing it. I'm here with you, and I love doing it. So, thank you so much. The podcast really wouldn't be the same without all the mailbag questions we get. Without you listening right now, I mean, I wouldn't be here. And I, I'm just also thankful for everything that's been going on at Bucket Booth and the launch of the Baseball Podcast Network coming up here in uh, 38 days. So, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. We we love you here at Bucko Booth, the Baseball Podcast Network. And it's, it's just a joy to be doing this every Saturday morning. You know, even when it's raining outside and it's 35 degrees, it's a little bit cold in our studios. It's still fun to talk Pirates baseball and to answer your mailbag questions. That's why we do it. That's what drives me is you guys. And, you know, it wouldn't be the same without you. It really wouldn't. And for that, thank you. Thank you for being so loyal, for listening every single week, you know, for being a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. It's hard, as I said, you know. They're the especially in 2018, that's some of the highest highs I've ever experienced as a baseball fan and some of the lowest lows. You know, it's a roller coaster, and, you know, thank you for being here on that roller coaster. I was looking at some of the statistics, and, you know, the, the numbers that we get in from our listeners, you know, it's a roller coaster too. And it, it, it's just been a true joy of mine to do this every morning. And we have bigger and better things coming from 2019. Not only for the real Pittsburgh Pirates, but for Bucko Booth and the Baseball Podcast Network as well. And I hope you all stick along for the journey and we can be sitting here in 2019 talking about the great World Series championship we won and the great Baseball Podcast Network that we've built together. Because coming up in January, this Baseball Podcast Network, we're going to build it together. This is for fans. This is by fans. And it's one of a kind and the first of its kind, and we hope you all stick along for the journey. Stick along for the other podcasts that I will be producing on the network. I'll be here every Saturday. You don't have to worry. I'm not going anywhere. And I, I hope I hope that's a sigh of relief. You're not like, dang, Spence is still going to be here? Yeah, I'll still be here. Hopefully we'll get Jared on sometime soon. He, he told me he was going to be on with us this morning, but uh, I guess he couldn't. A little bit frustrating, but don't, don't harp on that too much. We'll get him on for, what is this, episode 23 now. Hopefully we'll get him on for episode 24. Let me see. Yeah, this is episode 23, and it's been a fun one to rip up here in a minute. So, again, be thankful, Pirates fans. 
you know, if you're spending time with your family right now in Pittsburgh, you know, it may be a good game to play some board games, turn on the TV, check out what's going on at LB Network, maybe. See if there's any rumors. I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good day. Uh, all day rainy Pittsburgh. I mean, not that much different from what we experience really on a uh, weekly basis. At least one day it's uh, all day rain out. So yeah, uh, enjoy your day, enjoy your week, enjoy the time with your family if you're still spending with them. I I'm in heaven right now with this long weekend. I mean, getting off since Wednesday afternoon. Whew. It's giving me plenty of time to just relax. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit under the weather right now. I'm a little bit congested, if you can tell. Uh, so hopefully I can get a little bit healthy for next week so I can better give you guys a better podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. My name is Benson Vector. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram. Myself at Bucks Tugout and Jared at Pirates Strong. Be sure to give the official baseball podcast network Follow on all their social media platforms Instagram at Baseball Podcast Net, Twitter at Baseball Podcast, that's P O D C A S 1, SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network, and YouTube, Baseball Podcast Network as well. Check out our Bucket Booth in 16 that we post every single week at Bucks Dugout and at Ball Podcast Net. Until then, have a fantastic week. Enjoy the time with your family. It may be a washout today, but hey, maybe we can sign up Johnson. Be thankful. I'll see you all next week. Hopefully, by then. Adam Jones will be signed, uh, and maybe there'll be a surprise. Throw a wrench to the mix. Uh, love doing what I do. As always, let's go, Bucks, and have a great week, everybody. Stay safe, y'all.